66-69. From this time, many of Jesus' disciples turned back and no longer followed him. You do not want to leave too, do you? Jesus asked the twelve. Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and to know that you are the Holy One of God. Welcome to the Bridgeway Christian Church Daily Advent Devotional for Wednesday, December 6th. My name is Corey McGrew, and I serve in women's ministry, and I'm also a part of the prayer team at Bridgeway. Today I'm going to talk about the power of hope through uncertainty. Today is St. Nicholas's Day, and I love St. Nicholas. In fact, I have a picture of St. Nicholas in my dining room, and I keep it there year-round. Now, I'm not talking about Santa Claus, red suit, white beard, jolly guy with presents. I'm talking about Nicholas, the Bishop of Mira, who died on this day in the year 343. And what I love about St. Nicholas is that he really did give presents to children by dropping sacks of gold coins through their windows at night. And fun fact, he is also famous for slapping a heretic at the Council of Nicaea, I mean, giving presents to children and slapping heretics. St. Nicholas was pretty hardcore, a true legend. So let's talk about hope. I read an article in Psychology Today that said that hope, of course, is a powerful emotion. But interestingly, hope requires a degree of uncertainty in order to be activated. The article says if there isn't something awry, we don't call upon hope. In our scripture today, Jesus had just told his disciples that in order to have eternal life, they must eat his flesh and drink his blood. This was a day after he miraculously fed 5,000 people. The crowd came wanting more miraculous bread, and Jesus told him that he is the bread of life. And not only that, but also whoever feeds on my flesh and drinks my blood will have eternal life. He insists on them eating his flesh and drinking his blood not once, but five times. Now, when we look at this with our 21st century eyes, with the rest of the story of Jesus in mind, we could think, oh, he's talking symbolically. He's talking about his sacrifice on the cross, so it's the Eucharist, it's communion. But this crowd cannot pick up that message at this moment. They have just heard Jesus go beyond symbolically saying that he is the bread and heard him say explicitly that they must eat his flesh and drink his blood, and they cannot help but be completely confused. They had hope that Jesus was the Messiah, but for them, the Messiah would come to free Israel from Roman oppression and be their king and ruler as a political figure. Jesus outright refuses their attempts to make him king, disappears and shows up the next day to talk to them about being living bread, and if they eat his flesh and drink his blood, they will have eternal life because his father is God. Their future is now uncertain. Their hope in Jesus as a political hero is now gone. Verse 66 says, After this, many of the disciples turned back and no longer walked with Jesus. We can also find ourselves in the position of those in the crowds. Political uncertainty, financial uncertainty, uncertainty with our health or that of those we love. Of course God cares for these things, and we pray and ask God for blessing and healing, and He may bless us in these moments and give us financial provision or heal us from disease or heal relationships. But life continues in this uncertainty. 
We have no assurance that we will be healthy next year or that we will not lose a job, a house, a loved one. The hope of Jesus is eternal life. The hope in the bread of life is that we will eat this bread and live forever. Just as physical food sustains our bodies, the bread of life sustains our spirits eternally. The crowd came back hoping that Jesus would give them lunch again today, but he says, no, free lunch was yesterday. Today I give you truth and the hope of eternity. Now they're hoping to see Santa today with his bag of goodies, but today they get St. Nicholas, who is doling out hard truth but needed truth. Truth that, dare I say it, slaps them into a new reality because the hope of many in the crowd is misplaced. Jesus is not their political hope. He's not their financial hope. He is the hope of eternal life, of salvation, and the hope of reconciliation with God. Jesus then turns to his core group of disciples and asks them, What about you? Do you want to go too? Peter steps forward and says, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and to know that you are the Holy One of God. Now, what is the difference in Peter's response? He heard the same thing the other disciples did. I truly believe that Peter did not have a deeper understanding or a solid interpretation of Jesus' revelation here. I think what Peter has is a true hope in who Jesus is. He says, you are the Holy One of God. That is the Messiah. He knows what he has seen Jesus do. He knows what he has heard Jesus preach. He may not understand eating flesh and drinking blood, but he knows Jesus. His hope is solid. He is focusing on what he understands and what he knows, which is Jesus is Messiah, and he has the promise of eternal life. We may not understand all of what is happening in our uncertain world, but when we focus on the truth of who Jesus is and what we have seen him do and heard him speak, That stirs up the hope that propels us forward in times of uncertainty. Hope is powerful because it looks forward past our present circumstances to a future end. Lord, we are all in varying states of uncertainty. Please help us to focus on what we know and who we know, which is this. Jesus, you are God, you are King, and we know that you have the words of eternal life. We ask that you provide us with our daily needs, provide us with assurance and certainty through life's troubles. But more than this, we ask you to grow our faith that you are the bread from heaven, giving us life and all that we need forevermore. Stir hope in us today, Lord. We love you and thank you in Jesus' name.